Bruce took my head off for stupidity, so I was having a really tough time with Bruce. Um, but I did persevere, and I wrote the story, and I think Bruce didn't entirely hate it, at least he's here tonight. Um, 25 years later, Bruce, uh, kind of like A-Rod, has truly run up the numbers. Probably unlike A-Rod, uh, he's advised on more than 1,000 deals with total value of more than a quarter of a trillion dollars. You're probably familiar with, with some of the most famous ones, the KKR buyout of RJR Nabisco, uh, made famous in Barbarians of the Gate, Timings merger with Warner Communications, and Texaco's acquisition of Getty Oil. His latest venture is reinvigorating the old line firm of Lazard Frere, which he took public in what was a rather intense initial public offering in 2005. Since then, Bruce has attracted star bankers. He's improved the stock price and the profitability of the firm. And he's focused primarily on providing premium merger and acquisitions advice rather than committing the firm's capital to deals, which is a more traditional approach uh, in investment banking. Um, at times, Bruce, as always in his career from time to time, he's been controversial. Uh, most recently, when he aligned with Carl Icahn in a shareholder activist move to pressure Time Warner to push up its stock uh, through some fairly radical measures. And we'll certainly discuss that episode later on. Um, on the side, Bruce dabbles in media. He's the owner of New York Magazine, and he hired uh, its wonderful editor, Anna Moss, who we're all jealous because he won five National Magazine Awards this year. Um, and Bruce runs uh, private equity funds that buy trade magazines, including American Lawyer, which they've uh, recently sold at a great profit. Bruce doesn't do this kind of interview very often, so I'm especially honored that he's joining us tonight. So please join me in welcoming Bruce Wasserstein. Welcome, Bruce. Glad you're here. Um, I want to start out with a true-false question. Is it true you started reading Business Week when you were six years old? No idea. No idea. <laughs> Can't believe everything you read. Of course, read. yes. Right. I, I, you know, it's a fabulous publication. I, I uh, endorsed it at age six. Okay. But, but as I understand, you were, in fact, very interested in business at a very young age, started following the stock market, uh, there were a lot of business publications around, uh, so I was used to them. Okay, and they were around because your your family. Was My very father was interested in them, although not really a speculator or investor as such, uh -huh. but just had a general intellectual interest. Okay, business. Um, I want to actually, because there's so much going on in the business world and the financial world right now, I kind of want to take advantage of Bruce's knowledge and ask sort of some pundit questions, but. Let's just, before we do that, let's kind of talk a little bit about your reputation, because it's really a rather interesting reputation. It's been very consistent over the years across a lot of articles. You're always described as brilliant. You're always described as creative, uh, sometimes described as virtually unbeatable. They don't bet against Bruce uh, thing. But you're also invariably described as brusque, arrogant, dismissive, condescending. <laughs> uh, in every story, in every story, the good ones and the bad. So is this how you see yourself, and or perhaps you've mellowed? Uh, are these accurate descriptions, or did this somehow, did these go astray? Well, I'd say the first part, <laughs> uh, you know. <laughs> but uh, I, I think my first experience with the press <clears throat> was when someone described me as having flaming red hair and being 5'5", five five and... Uh, various other characteristics that 
I didn't think described me. That was very and, early. That was very early in my career. So yeah, you know, and and uh, I I um and I had never met the fellow, so that gave me just a general sense of perspective. Uh, and what happens is, if you have a file, the easy thing to do is to pick up the precedence from the file. So whatever someone said before, they say again. It's an easy wraparound, uh, but. What you hope is over time, people make their own judgments uh, if they know you. Certainly, ultimately, it's the clients who make the judgments. Do you think, though, you've, you've mellowed or, or become more accepting of people less intelligent than yourself over the years? <laughs> I, I, <laughs> yeah, I, I wouldn't have defined that as a, uh, as a characteristic, I think. Uh, but you do learn by experience. And when I started out as a lawyer, we had...